Welcome to the Top Business Leaders Podcast. You'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more and to download our show notes, go to topbusinessleaders.com. Welcome, everyone. I'm delighted to welcome my old friend, John Janch. Welcome. Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Oh, my pleasure. Hey, I've known John for well more than a decade. He's written a zillion best-selling books, true best-selling books that have stood the test of time. In fact, he's really helped to launch the entrepreneurial revolution with his duct tape marketing book. And he's here today to tell us how he created his new book, which is called The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur, 366 Daily Meditations to Feed Your Soul and Grow Your Business. John, why don't you tell us a little bit about the book and why you decided to write the book? Well, so I, I have to correct you. It's not quite a zillion books, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I have written five previous books. This is actually my sixth book, and my uh, for, you know my previous books are squarely in the in the realm of marketing and, and small business. Um, the, the sixth book is a very different book for me, and and it 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 had a whole different process. We can get into the mechanics of it. It was you know a, a, a it is structured as a 366 daily, so every page is essentially is a different thought. Um, and I anchored every page with um, taking readings or or writings from a, a body of work. Uh, um, mid 19th century. So I, I did a whole bunch of research for this book, uh, found what I think is a vein of some of the best entrepreneurial writing ever. Uh, still today, uh, I use that to kind of launch into a, a new thought every day for, for an entrepreneur. So it's, this book won't tell you how to do anything like my previous books. It, it's really more, I think I, I like to talk about it as this book will tell you why to do <laughs> uh, everything. So it, it, it the, the premise is that if you go to work on yourself as an entrepreneur, um, I think that act alone will help you grow a better business. Okay, great. Let's get into the thought process first, and then we'll get into yeah. the actual mechanics of the book. Now, sure, sure. You're, you're very well known for helping entrepreneurs build their businesses, and a lot of my clients are, are want to write a book to help build their business, as you yeah. have done. And then they say, is that enough? Do I need another book? You've taken a sort of a a completely different approach now because you've written five books in the past that were sequential. They made sense for entrepreneurs. They, they grew yeah. the entrepreneurial uh, business, which makes sense. Now you decide to take a, a left turn, so to speak. What inspired you to do this? Well, you know, cynically, um, <laughs> I'll say maybe I was a little burned out writing about marketing, but, but the truth of the matter is what I've found is that the marketing is such an important element of, you know, growing a business. A lot of entrepreneurs in, in, in many ways have a great idea, a great product, a great service, a great business. They can't get it off the ground because they, they, you know, they don't understand how to, how to, um, you know, how to go to market, how to, you know, get traction with their business. And so um, the, the business kind of sucks the life out of them. And so really, even though over the last 30 years, I've worked extensively in marketing, when I work with a lot of small business owners, I feel like I'm, I'm a, life coach, a psychiatrist, uh, you know, you really get into the whole, um, you know, guts of the business because, you know, marketing kind of touches everything. I've been a business owner myself for 30 years. And so a lot of ways, what I wanted to do with this book was do something different, 
uh, let's face it, um, and and then also create something that you know maybe was going to be representative of my experience as an entrepreneur and could maybe give people some help, whether they call it wisdom or advice, you know, could give them some help about how to think about their businesses as well. Um, so it is clearly a, a highly personal book. It's, you know, it, um, it, it was the hardest book I've had to write <laughs> or that I've chosen to write. Um, but it, it, it's something that I just, I felt like I wanted to give to the world. We'll see if anybody, you know, receives the gift, <laughs> but, but that's, uh, that, that was kind of the, the idea behind it. Great. And how do you intend to build your business with that book? So this book will, I do a lot of speaking um, as well as consulting. Um, and I, I have given that some thought. I mean, when I've written books before, it's like, and here's the seven step talk and here's the, you know, here's the course and here's, you know, the consulting and coaching model from it. Um, this book uh, is, is, you know, substantially different. What I think I'll do with this book is I, I definitely will, um, I definitely will get invited and have already been invited to speak on some stages, uh, you know, entrepreneurial startup inspiration, um, and not necessarily about, you know, seven ways to do, you know, email marketing better. Um, so, so, you know, that will change, but, but also fundamentally, um, my whole, approach to marketing is that strategy comes before tactics and that marketing is a system and a lot of small business strategy, frankly, I think needs to be steeped in purpose and, and, you know, what, what the, the impact that you want your business to have, you know, when, when you're, you know, you're, you're gone. Um, and, and I think that I will definitely, I will necessarily bring some of this back into the, the more kind of strategic component of work that I do uh, with, uh, with businesses. So I, I think in some ways, you know, some people might actually say, well, it'll move you a little bit into management consulting almost. Uh, um, and, and there may be uh, some truth to that, but I, I just think that it's hard to work with a small business owner and not take a holistic approach. Great. It might help our listeners to hear one of your daily tips or yeah. devotionals or yeah. ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think I'd call them tips. Yeah. You know, people have been referring to them as meditations and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of the way that it's structured is uh, every day has a, a new entry. It has a title. It has a, um, a, uh, some writing from, I'm trying to find the right one I want to do here, has some writing from, uh, the period that I mentioned of, you know, a lot of works that people will frankly will recognize because they are, uh, uh you know, Walden and Moby Dick and, and mm. Scarlet Letter and, you know, things we were asked to read in school. Here we go. Found one. Some of um, us actually read some of those books. Yeah. Some, some <laughs> of the, you know, it's funny though. Is obviously this book gave me the excuse to go back and reread a lot of that. And boy, those works have changed a lot. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I've changed. I'm not sure which it is. Um, but uh, here, here's the, the a reading I've chosen for today. So it depends upon when people listen to this. Uh, this is September 26th. So the title is Original Giftedness. Human character evermore publishes itself. The most fugitive deed and word, the mere air of doing a thing, the intimidated purpose, express character. If you act, if you, act you show character. If you sit still, if you sleep, you show it. Ralph Waldo Emerson an essay called Spiritual Laws written in 1841. And so then my uh, take on it to make it relevant today. Emerson's concept of spirituality was based largely on the idea that we must follow our own unique and original path, no matter how hard society pushes back. 
that our character evermore publishes itself no matter, but our true character shines through only as we reclaim our original self. But here's the problem. Our self-reliance is something we have to fight for, overcome for, and regain as part of our original self. And it runs counter to what we've been told most of our life. Parker Palmer, author of Let Your Life Speak, describes that fight this way. We are disabused of original giftedness in the first half of our life. Then if we are awake, aware, and able to admit our loss, we spend the second half of life trying to recover and reclaim the gift we once possessed. Trying to be what we are not robs us of becoming who we might be. Today, reclaim some part of your original giftedness. And I end every day with a question. So your question for today is, what was the best non-holiday, non-special event day of your life? Why? Very interesting. Tell us, how did you think of that format? What inspired you? Well, I did not make it up. Um, it, it is a format that's pretty proven. In fact, I have a book that I've had for years called The Daily Drucker, um, and it uh, dives into uh, somebody curated all of Peter Drucker's works into kind of a daily devotional like that as well with an action step. Um, it is a pretty proven format. But I think also it, we're, we're talking about, I don't know if this is self-help or inspiration or um, you know what category this would fall into. But I don't think you pick a book like that, that up, read it cover to cover and go, okay, I got it. I'm self-reliant now. <laughs> I mean, I really think that um, one of the things that, <laughs> that you know, if I were going to define what a self-reliant entrepreneur is, it's somebody that realizes their life is a work in progress. Um, and that, uh, you know, so the idea behind this daily, you got two minute read, you pick it up every morning, maybe it fits into part of your uh, your routine anyway, and uh, it gives you something really to think about for the day. It gives you kind of a centering thought, and then you go out about your day, and you come back and do it again tomorrow. So it's almost like uh, if you if you embrace this book and you really get into this book, it becomes a daily practice. Um, and I think that that's how we evolve. Fascinating. You know, I, I thought your inspiration would have been from the the Christian community or the religious community because I've seen that with daily as yeah, well. Yeah, and, and in fact, my uh, grandmother um, worked for uh, Unity, the Unity Church mm-hmm. in based in Kansas City, and they put out uh, something called the Daily Word. And of course, we got that for Christmas every year, <laughs> um, and, and and it was a little kind of a pamphlet size. You know, it would count you know once a month, and it would it, actually it did have some. So I, I can give a. Even if it's uh, subconsciously, I'll give a shout out to the Daily Word. Oh, sure. Um, but uh, when I was when I was reading through your book, uh, I, I was thinking that a it took a lot of research, and b you're just not reprinting stuff from Ralph Waldo Emerson and others. You're actually adding your own value to that. Yeah. And Hopefully. I know a lot of my of our listeners and the people I coach, uh, they wonder about how to deal with original source material and make it their own and add value to it. Can you tell us about your thought process about how you selected something, how you and how yeah, well, and how one it went of the through your are, brain and came yes. out with something else with more value. Yeah. So a couple things went into it. Um, this was a body of work that I think is some of the greatest entrepreneurial writing. Um, it is in the public domain. Um, so that uh, checks off another box uh, <laughs> because of the, the age of the material. So that made it easier for me to source it. Um, but I also, um, I also wanted to go deep. These are not Pinterest quotes. You know, <laughs> these, uh, um, some of these readings are things that were, uh, certainly I sourced, um, uh, Walden and Moby Dick and some you know well-known things, but I also sourced a lot of their letters and journals and things to to really get into their thinking. 
And, and so that was, uh, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, that was six months of research just all by itself before I wrote a word. Um, and, and so, um, you know, that kind of was, was my thinking. I then organized the book. And again, you know, when you're talking about 366, I mean, the, the physical organization of it, you know, was important as well. And so I, I kind of feel that there are seasons to an entrepreneurial journey um, that, uh, um, and obviously the metaphor works great for the, the seasons of the year. So I broke that up into seasons. And then within the season, you know, you have three months in a season. Um, every, every month actually has a theme. So today's reading I read uh, from September, the, the theme was actually um, congruence, um, the idea of your, your actions and your words uh, being aligned. And, um, and so that helped me actually then go out and, and not just read books, but, but actually go out and search for content that, that fit that theme. And the, the, the pages are not you know, overtly like, oh, this is, this is about truth or this is about love, but, but it runs through the, those. And it allowed me to kind of organize the themes. Um, and, and the and the readings, and then as far as my own um, my own kind of making it relevant, um, I am a member of the audience in this particular book. I mean, I am one of us, um, and so uh, it was uh, a, a choice that I made early on uh, was to actually uh, not use any first person. Um, and so I really am writing as you know, we need to do this, we need to consider this, um, um, and I think that that. Um, my hope was that 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 felt softer than than telling people what to do, um, that it was more like we were having a conversation about what my experiences uh, are. And, and there's no question that this is full of if you want to know what John Jance believes, <laughs> this, this book is is full of what John Jance believes. But I think there are some some universal uh, themes and, and truths throughout the book. So it took you six months to research the book. Yeah. You know, I always tell my clients that one story could have five or 10 or an infinite number of morals. Did yeah. you find that you found the stories that fit your theme or your theme fit your stories or which came first, the chicken or the egg? I created the themes because I, I believed at least that that was a great way to structure the book. And, um, and then I went out and found I had also parameters of who I was looking, you know, what works I was looking for. Um, and then I went out in many cases and found something that I felt fit into uh, that theme. So there are many, you know, Ralph Waldo Emerson is probably the most represented um, author in this book, maybe Thoreau. I'll have to, I'll have to tabulate that someday, but um you know, he wrote about a lot. Of, I mean, he wrote a, a number of his original essays, you know, cover a lot of uh, ground. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, he's he's highly represented for that reason. But there were certainly some some cases where I've, I've stumbled on to very little known authors. Uh, it was important for me uh, to try to represent as many women. Uh, authors as possible, which given the time frame was very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. um, and so I did go out looking. Um, and I think that helped me focus. I mean, it, when I first started, I, I just started reading books um, about transcendentalists, uh, about the time period, some of the books, the works. And I, I, I wasn't making much ground, you know, and, and when I kind of got that organizational structure down, then I could actually go out hunting instead of just hoping to stumble. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, do you have an index uh, of topics? So if someone says, gee, I need some inspiration or I need some ideas or 
I need whatever you can yeah. pick and go in and find it. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say, I mean, one of the challenges with this book is if you start out knowing it's 366 pages, um, you know, it's going to grow to 400 pages, which it did, you know, uh, very easily. So uh, the, the publisher decided not to add an index, um, mm. which really would have been a massive undertaking. I mean, I know there are programs that, that help do some of that, but it would have been a pretty massive undertaking and it would have added, you know, 20 more pages probably. Um, but every, um, Every page is marked with the season that it's in and the theme that it's in. Um, and so, you know, if you're looking for uh, the theme, say, trust um, or the theme uh, failure, um, you, you can find it um, uh, in that, you know, because it's assigned to a month. Interesting. Great. Yeah, I was looking for the, I need this. How can I find it fast? Yeah. And you yeah. thought about that. Great. What did you learn while writing the, this book? Well, it's interesting. I mean, I like to think that I learned, and I think most authors would would admit that they learn something when they write a book. I mean, you go out and you do some research, you structure it, you think about things. But uh, admittedly, most of my other books, I, I wrote, I wrote from what I had learned. <laughs> you know, I'd gone out and tested something. You know, here's how I do this in social media. It might work for you. You know, I'd, I'd write about it. Um, in this particular book, um, it really sent me on. Um, no surprise here, but but. I think a pretty big journey of, of sort of self-study. Um, there, there's no way to write a book like this without some examination of what you believe and what you've been doing. And have you, have you lived up to some of the questions that, that you're asking in this book? So I probably learned more about myself personally. I learned more about the impact I think that I want to have uh, on the world. Um, I, I certainly, um, I certainly feel as though I, um, I really learned, uh, and I've always believed this, but I feel like um, I feel like I, I really embraced more this idea that uh, um, to you know we're not in control of the outcome of every situation, and that we cause ourselves a lot of stress uh, trying to be, um, and that actually let go, letting go, and detaching from you know how something happens while you stay fixated on maybe you know the outcome, the ultimate goal that you want to reach, um, and, and that that's amazing that that one idea which I did not invent, <laughs> certainly practicing that one idea, um, I think I think actually returned uh, a bit of joy and, and kind of happiness back to what I was doing. Great. What do you think about the impact on different generations? You think boomers yeah. and Gen yeah. X and millennials will yeah. relate to Ralph Waldo Emerson and <laughs> Harriet Beecher Stowe and yeah. people from the 18th century? Yeah, you know, it's funny um, because uh, in writing a book like this, I did a lot of testing. I mean, I I sent entries to people and said, what do you think? People of different ages, uh, different backgrounds completely. And I did um, – I did feel like there was a bit of a universal agreement. People my age, um, there, there definitely was the idea that, oh, yeah, this is, you know, this is coming from a point of wisdom. Um, this is, you know, coming from, you know, obviously they recognize uh, the works, um, but – I think I think they were more focused on the idea that that you know this is how this is how you stay focused on the impact that you want to create. Younger generation millennials that I shared this with, I think came to it with a come to it with really uh yeah I mean so many of them you know we've been reading these books for a hundred years right so many of them were exposed to a lot of these works as well, but I think 
many of them are so early in their journey that, you know, in some ways they're just starting to kind of hit their head against the wall. Um, and the, the, they gained, I think, a little more inspiration and energy around the the idea that one of the themes in the book is, "Hey, you're enough right now. You got this. <laughs> you know, uh, just be true to yourself. Don't you don't have to listen to what other people tell you." And I think that that's a message that that really appeals uh, to a younger generation. What did you learn about yourself as a writing or your craft by yeah. writing this book? Because your other books were how tos. Yeah. This was more thought leadership in a different way. Yeah. yeah. How did that uh, change? Or did you learn? Here, here is an idea that I know you are going to agree with, Dan. <laughs> writing short passages is much harder than writing 5,000 words. <laughs> <laughs> so, so each page, theoretically, in 200 words, whether I accomplished it or not, the goal was to have one really impactful kind of moment where somebody goes, wow, or ah, or aha. <laughs> and, you know, that's a lot harder than just, you know, drawing on for, you know, page after page, uh, getting ready to make your point. You have to make your point, I think, you know, pretty quickly. And, and, um, you know, many of the pages I just wrote, and then of course they have to physically fit into one page. That was a goal. Um, and so in some cases, you know, there was a bit of cutting down, um, and, and really getting to the point faster. A lot of times when I cut something out, it was the first three sentences because I was, clearing my throat for three sentences and I didn't have the, <laughs> I didn't have that kind of runway. Um, and so it really, it really did teach me as a writer to get to the point right away. Great. I'll ask one final question. We'll wrap up and you can tell everyone how they can get in touch sure, with sure. you and get your book. And that is, uh, you go going back to another point you made earlier about this isn't a Pinterest quote. I love that because the internet is full of one line pithy quotes. And we wonder about today's, short attention span. I love the fact that each of your messages fits on one page. How do you think people's attention spans are today and will they respond to a daily piece like this? Sure, sure. Was, was I, that part of your motivation to keep it? That yeah, I, it definitely was part of my motivation. I mean, I if I could show you, uh, you know, my desk right now, you'd see a stack of books that I'm meaning to get to. Um, and I think a lot of us have that stack of books. The idea behind this was that you, you – I, I think universally entrepreneurs have, have embraced this idea of a morning routine, whether it's meditation or exercise or journaling or, you know, doing something to kind of get their day off uh, with a bang. And so I want this, my hope is that this maybe fits into people's morning routines. It becomes a, a daily practice. I, uh, you know, I ended every, I end every day with that question and there's actually in the book, a couple lines for you to jot some notes. Um, and so, you know, my hope is that, that, I'm going to be able to engage, you know, let's let's uh, let's say hundreds of thousands. Um, let's be optimistic, right? H hundreds of thousands of readers um, and entrepreneurs in in around how they're answering this question. So, I mean, I think in some ways uh, the book could actually have a, a community beyond the book uh, and a life of its own. But my my first hope is that uh, some people find it is just uh, a, a good way to start their day. Great. Remind us again about the name of the book. I'm sure we can find it on sure, Amazon, sure. and I will put it in our show notes with a link to the Amazon page as well. Sure. It is The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur, and I'll read the whole subtitle, 366 Daily Meditations to Feed Your Soul and Grow Your Business. I actually have to read that um, because I can't remember that off the top of my head. But uh, And you can find it at selfreliantentrepreneur.com, and good luck spelling that. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I, I think it was George Bush 
He probably stole it from somebody else who said that, you know, the problem with the French is that they don't have a word for entrepreneur. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, if you Google anything close to that, the Google will, will, will direct you to my site, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Great. I'm sure they'll be able to find out information about your consulting and your keynote speaking and your inspirational speaking as well. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing you speak. If you're ever in Minneapolis or San Diego, please let me know. Thank you, John, for being a great guest today and good luck with your book. Hey, thank you, Dan. Thanks for listening to Top Business Leaders, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.